Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience, where we want you to experience the power of the true and living God. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. Please visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for additional information. People are going to do what people do, and we cannot control the actions of others. But we can control how we respond and react to any given situation. Amen? Maturity is when you know how to respond or react to any given situation using self-control. Amen? Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 of the King James Version. And it reads, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Amen. This message was recorded on December the 5th, 2021. The word of God is being brought forth by Elder Seth Capers. Now let's follow along in our Bibles. Sustaining us the way the love of Christ constrains us and keeps us. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Almighty God, Lord, we thank you, O God. We thank you, Lord God, for another day, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you for the opportunity, O oh God, to come into your presence, knowing that you are God and that you're God alone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for your joy, which is our strength, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we just surrender ourselves to you in prayer, hallelujah, right now, knowing that you hear us when we pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask in the name of the Lord Jesus that you'd bless everyone that's here today, O oh God. Bless your people, Lord God, far and near in the name of Jesus. Lord God, everyone that's a part of Lively Stone Temple Ministries, Lord, all over, O oh God, and everyone that's a part of our organization, the Christian Apostolic Fellowship of Churches International, all over, Lord God. Every organization that's standing for truth, every church that's standing for truth, bless abundantly in the name of Jesus, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, that you bless, O oh God, our bishop, O oh God, and bless, Lord God, Lord, all the pastors and leaders that have come through this ministry, Lord. Help us, O oh God, to continue to stand on your word and to stand fast, O God, and firm in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for everyone that's here today. Thank you for everyone that's on the way in the name of Jesus. Lord, move in this city, O God, in the name of Jesus. Let your blood cover and prevail. Let your angels, O God, encamp round about, Lord God, all of our young people, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Every one of us, O God, wherever we may be working or living, O God, O God, let your blood cover and prevail in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bind every spirit of the adversary, O God, and we plead the blood of Jesus right now, O oh God. We plead the blood of Jesus right now, for you've given us authority and power in the Holy Ghost, O oh God, to cast down, my God, the works of the devil, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for knowing that we have authority over the enemy now in the name of Jesus. Help us to walk, O oh God, in that God-given authority. Help us to talk, O oh God, in that God-given authority. Help us to be bold, O oh God, through the Holy Ghost, to walk in that holy boldness that you've given us, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. We are confident of this very thing, O oh God, that he which hath begun a good work in us, O oh God, he's going to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Thank Thank you, Lord God, for performing your work in us, for your glory and for your honor and for your praise. We give you honor and praise. Come on, clap your hands and give God glory in Jesus' name. Give God glory in the name of Jesus. Give God glory in the name of Jesus. Just take about 30 seconds and give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. You're so good. You're so wonderful. You're so worthy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ most high. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and they are safe. Hallelujah. Hey, man, the Bible says this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and he saved him from all his fears. Hallelujah. We thank God for saving us, for delivering us. We're grateful to be saved. How many are glad to be saved today? Hallelujah. Just give God a praise. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Hallelujah. And for that, we give God all honor and all praise for he's wonderful in the name of Jesus. We're going to go into the word of God, and we are thankful that the Lord has afforded us this opportunity to give his word one more time. Amen. We thank God. We know that the Lord has, amen, given us another day just to praise him, just to worship him. And no matter what we're facing, no matter what it seems like, God is good, hallelujah, and he's always good, and his mercy endureth forever, and for that we say thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. We're going to read from Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, and I'll give you a few seconds to find it, Exodus chapter 3, and verses 1 through 4, hallelujah, and I believe this is what the Lord dropped into my spirit for us for today, and I believe God is going to give us what we need in the name of Jesus. Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, amen, amen, and chapter 3 of Exodus, verses 1 through 4 says, now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Hallelujah. And I'm going to read verse 4 one more time. And verse 4 again says, And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the name of Jesus. And we're going to talk just for the amount of time that the Lord gives us today from the topic, Get in Position. Get in Position. Hallelujah. And we're looking at Moses and looking at what it was that he, hallelujah, had to do in order to get in position for God to use him. And when we talk about a position, we understand that a position is a particular way in which someone or something is placed or arranged. It's a particular way in which someone or something is placed or arranged. And it's um, interesting to note that the uh, dictionary's definition says someone. And so when we talk about Moses, we're talking about someone. We're talking about somebody who was actually put into position. He got into a position where God could deal with him, where God could get his attention. And that was interesting. So in looking at this topic today, we understand that God, in looking at what Moses uh, was doing, we know that he was um, a man who was uh, married at the time, of course, because he was taking care of his father-in-law's flock. And in him taking care of his flock, it didn't dawn on me until the other day, if you want to think about it, that he was actually a shepherd, you know, and a lot of times we hear that he took care of the father-in-law's flock, and we look at that and look at that, but it just didn't, didn't think, I didn't think about that fact, but Moses was literally a shepherd. He was literally taking care of his father-in-law's flock. I mean, that's what the Bible says, and so in him doing that, he was working. He was a man who was married. He was working. He was doing what it was that he was called to do, and we're talking about Moses. This is what he was called to do, and so in him being alone at this time with that flock of his father-in-law, he was on the backside of the desert. He was out there and he was doing what it was that he was assigned to do. And in him doing that, God allowed him to 
uh, being a place of separation, being a place where he was by himself, not really alone because God was with him, of course, but he was separated from other people. And we know that God allows that sometimes. God allows us to be separated from other people. Sometimes God allows a time of separation from the world around us so that he might deal with us. And this is what I believe was going on in Moses' life. He allowed him to be separated, taking care of that flock, not worrying about anything else, not being concerned with any other issue but those sheep. Hallelujah. He was understanding that he was having to take part in being that shepherd at that time frame. And God knew that he wanted to deal with him. God knew that he wanted to speak to him and deal with him. So this is what God allowed to happen. And so in him taking care of his father-in-law's flock, he was doing what it was that he was doing. And we know that the Lord began to deal with him. God allowed him to come across a burning bush. Now, from my understanding, that was not an um, unheard of occurrence. You know, those bushes out there, with it being the desert, they would oftentimes burn, but they would burn up. They wouldn't continually burn. They'd just burn up. But this was a great sight. This was a miracle because this bush did not burn up. This bush continued to burn and burn and burn and burn. And there's something about the fire of God. You know, and I don't want to go off too far, but if you begin to think about that fire of God, you begin to realize that the fire of God is an ever-burning fire. You know, even in the tabernacle or the temple, you know, they had to keep that fire burning. And then when we think about the fire of the Holy Ghost, we want that fire continuously burning. And the Bible calls uh, the Lord Jesus Christ in Hebrews 12, 29, a consuming fire. And uh, Deuteronomy 4, 24 lets us know that he's a consuming fire. And so there's something about the fire of God. And so in looking at all of this, we see that this fire was burning. It was an ever-burning fire. And that was representative, I believe, of the Lord Jesus Christ being that fire of God. And so with all of this taking place, we know that Moses turned aside to see this great sight. He turned aside to see it because guess what? It wasn't being burnt up. If we saw something catch on fire and continuously burn, we'd be waiting to see when is it going to burn out. But if it never burns out, we're going to be, you know, mesmerized, capped, you know, uh, captured by the, the sight of that. And so this is what Moses experienced. He was captured by that sight of a a, a bush that would not burn. And then it caused him to go near it. It caused him to actually stop what he was doing and to approach it. He was getting in position now. He was starting to change his position. He was starting to change, hallelujah, where he was going. He started out being a shepherd, started out doing what it was that he was supposed to be doing for his father-in-law, but God got his attention. So this is all getting him into position. God is telling us this morning, get into position. God's going to allow something to come into our life. He's going to allow something to happen to get our attention, to get us in position for his glory, to get us in position so that he might show us what it is that he wants us to do. So then we know that God, in this time of separation from Moses, God began to deal with him. God began to speak to him from the midst of of the burning bush. There's something about that midst of something, you know, in the middle of it. We know that, hallelujah, there is, is God is that one that's in the midst of us. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, the Lord that God in the midst of thee is mighty. So he was in the midst of that burning bush, speaking out, that voice speaking out, getting Moses' attention, letting him know that I want you to come nearer. Hallelujah. And so in all of this taking place, Moses was in a position to hear God's voice. He was not physically in a bowed down position. He wasn't physically bowing down like this, but he was actually in a place in his spirit to hear God's voice. And we know that he was open to God's voice. And so at that time, he got encapsulated with that sight of the burning bush. The bush wasn't burned up. And so God ordained this time of separation and God ordained, hallelujah, this miracle to allow Moses to hear a word from God. And so in this taking place, Moses began to look and he began to approach because God, hallelujah, allowed him to get so encapsulated with that 
uh, sight. He began to approach it. He began to go near it and get closer and closer and closer. And in him getting closer, he was getting into position to be moved and blessed and hallelujah to be used by God. So then God began to, as he got closer, he began to let him know, thank you, Jesus, that there's some things that you got to do. And in order to do these things, hallelujah, these things are going to cause you to get even closer to me. These things are going to cause you to get even, hallelujah, more deeply into my presence. He began to deal with them. Thank you, Jesus. And so I want to ask you a question. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Has there ever been a time that you've been going through, and I mean going through something, and then you got into God's house, you got into the sanctuary, and God began to speak exactly to your situation. He began to let you know, hallelujah, that this is this and this is that, and this is going to change because you've come into my presence. Hallelujah. Right then, right there, you were getting into position. Right then, right there, you were in position now to hear from God. How many are grateful that you can hear a word from the Lord? Clap your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. Sometimes we experience overwhelm. Sometimes we experience times of, hallelujah, feeling like we are separated from everyone and everything. But it's not a bad thing all the time because God is trying to get our attention. God will allow things, as I said, to happen, to get our attention, to let us know that I want you to be closer to me than you are right now. I'm drawing you nearer. But in him drawing us nearer, there's something that we've got to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to understand that Moses, hallelujah, his position, thank you, Jesus, of separation allowed God to tell him what he wanted from him. God wants something from us today. He's desiring something from us today, but he wants us to be separated so he can talk to us. The Lord Jesus Christ divinely allows situations so that he will be glorified. I'll say that again. The Lord Jesus Christ divinely allows situations so that he will be glorified. Thank you, Lord. It doesn't feel good to us all the time, but it's good for us. Thank you, Jesus. Think about Moses. It didn't feel good to him. Hallelujah. Having to go through what he went through, and we'll get into all of that later, but just realize it was good for him. It was for God's glory. Thank you, Jesus. And how many know that what we do and who we are and our lives are for the glory of God? Let's clap our hands and give God some praise. And so in understanding all of this, we must get along with God. Sometimes, even in the midst of others, even in the midst of our sisters and brothers in Christ, we've got to get along with God in our spirit, in our mind, so he can minister directly to us. We can come into God's house. Even those of us that's here today, we can get among each other and begin to praise God together. But hallelujah, God can individually speak into our spirit. He can individually download something into your spirit. Hallelujah, even in the midst of others, because that's how God does. We've got to get along with the Lord, whether we are in the midst of others or whether we are by ourselves get alone with God and let God minister to us what it is that he's called us to do and so we understand like I said that Moses hallelujah he was doing this and doing that and learning this and learning that and he was in a place now where God was dealing with them we know how he grew up and we know hallelujah how that whole hallelujah situation took place but the Lord brought him to a place of separation so that he could talk to him so that he could deal with him so that he could be who it was that God called him to be and in the midst of God dealing with them. In the midst of God dealing with Moses, we understand that Moses got to a place that he needed to be drawn to the presence of the Lord. And so as he got drawn to God's presence, we realized that there was a time that now he had to take off his shoes, put off his shoes, put his shoes off of his feet because the ground where on he stands, it was holy ground. Hallelujah. It was holy ground. It was now not just any old place. It wasn't just any old position. He was getting in position to experience something from the Lord God. God wanted him to understand that I'm calling you closer to me. I'm 
calling you closer to myself. And in me calling you closer to myself, you're now on holy ground. Hallelujah. So as we read on in chapter 4 of Exodus, we see Moses bargaining with God. He was in position to hear, but now he had to obey in order to fulfill the assignment. Hallelujah. He could hear, and that's where we are. A lot of times we can hear God talking to us. We can hear God saying this and saying that and dealing with us about this and dealing with us about that. We can hear God's voice. But then a lot of times we're not fully in position to, hallelujah, fulfill the call of God in our lives. We begin to make excuses, and we see Moses doing that. He's made excuse after excuse, excuse after excuse, hallelujah, but the Lord began to deal with him and talk with him and let him know, hallelujah, that I've called you for such a time as this. Are we willing to listen only? Or are we willing to listen to God's assignment for our life and obey? God is calling for us not just to listen, hallelujah, and hear what it is that he's saying, but he wants us to be a doer of the word. If God has called us to get into position, he's calling us for the fulfillment of it. He's not calling us just for part of it. Don't just go part of the way with God. Go all the way, hallelujah. I'll say it again. Don't just go part of the way with God, but go all the way. That song says, all the way, I'm going all the way, all the way, I'm going all the way, I'm going all the way with the Lord. Hallelujah. I've drawn the line and I'm going all the way. And this is what Moses had to understand. He had to go through that experience of going all the way with the Lord. Isaiah 1 and 19 declares, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. There's something about obeying God. There's something about being obedient to what God has called us to do. When he's put us in position or has called us to be in a position that he can use us, we've got to be fully obedient to him and know that he's going to use us for his glory. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is calling for us to let go of our pride, our excuses, our thoughts our ways, and get in position so that he can use us. He has a blessing for others, and he'll use us to guide them to it. But please don't think that he doesn't have a blessing for you. Hallelujah. He has a blessing for all of us, but there's something about getting into position so that he might bless us. Hallelujah. There's a blessing as we get into position to be used by God. There's a blessing as we are set in a certain place to be used by God. You might just think you're on your job just to be there, but God placed you divinely on that job to bless somebody else. Hallelujah. He placed you divinely in that family to bless someone else. Sometimes we look at our family and we're like, well, we can't choose our family and we feel all types of ways about them, but we're there to be a blessing to them. We're there to help them to know God. Hallelujah. We're there to help them to understand that they can come out of what they're going through. Just like Moses helped, hallelujah, the children of Israel come out. Hallelujah. We've got to help others come out in the name of Jesus. He's going to use us. The Lord God is going to use us to bless others through our obedience and turn around and bless us for our obedience. There's something about obeying the voice of God. There's something about drawing nearer to God. As we see Moses doing, hallelujah, he began to draw nearer because he saw the sight and because God called him closer. But as he came closer, God said, put off your shoes for the ground where all you standeth is holy ground. God began to let him understand that as you're drawing nearer to me, there's going to be a change that must take place in your life. Hallelujah. As you're drawing nearer to me, you're not going to be the same old, same old that you were last week or last year or last month. Now you're changing because I'm doing something new in you. Hallelujah. The word of God does declare, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That God is going to do a new thing in us and it's going to spring forth. Hallelujah. And so we've got to understand that if God is going to do a new thing in me, that I've got to understand that God is putting me in position to be used for his glory. He's putting me in position to be used by his spirit. Hallelujah. It's not by might. It's not by power, but it's by the spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. We've got to understand it's by his spirit that we do what we do. It's by his spirit that we clap our hands. It's by his spirit that we lift our hands and worship him. It's by his spirit that we witness to others. It's by his spirit that we praise God. It's by his spirit that we pray and that we speak in tongues and that we do all of these beautiful things. It's by his spirit 
spirit that we witness to, uh, to others. It's by his spirit that we preach and teach the word of God. It's by the spirit of God that we do what it is that God has called us to do. If you're grateful for God's spirit, clap your hands and tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. What's interesting to note is in Exodus 3 and 4, we see Moses telling God, here am I. Moses told God that. He said, here am I. Often we have an experience with God, and we willingly tell God, here am I. But we don't mean it. We tell God, here am I, Lord. Oh, here am I. Use me, use me. But we don't mean it because when the rubber meets the road, hallelujah, when things begin to start up, we begin to run the other way, hallelujah. Moses was then beckoned by God to come closer. Hallelujah. He's getting more and more into position now. God said, come a little closer, come closer, draw nearer. He's getting more and more into position. However, this beckoning of, or, or, or this calling, hallelujah, to the Lord Jesus Christ by, uh, through Moses, this calling, hallelujah, now required him to take off something. It required him to do something. It required him to change what he was doing. He had to take off those shoes that he had on before. He had to come into a new place. And God is calling us to a new place. God doesn't want us to be the same old, same old. And I don't know about you, it's December now. We're getting ready to move into a new year, hallelujah. We, we've done what we've done in 2021. We've done what we've done in 2020. But now we're getting ready for 2022. Things got to change. Hallelujah. We're getting into position for God to show us his glory, for God to do a new thing, not only among us individually, but even in the ministry, even, hallelujah, in this world, God is doing a new thing, and he wants us to be a part of that new thing. Hallelujah. He's getting us in position for his glory. He does not want us to stay in that same old stale state. He wants to change us, and he wants us to go from glory to glory. So if you want to go higher in the Lord, if you want to go into 2022 in the presence of the Lord, clap your hands and give God a praise knowing that he's getting you into position. Hallelujah. We must be willing to change as we are in position and moving into position for God's glory. We've got to be willing to change as we are in position and moving into position for God's glory. There has to be a willingness about us. We cannot be stubborn when God says, come on, come a little closer. We can't say, oh, no, no, not me. What am I, I can't do? We've got to go closer. And then the Bible says we can come boldly to the throne of grace. He's given us a boldness now. He's given us a confidence in him now. And I'm confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in me, he's going to perform it into the day of Jesus Christ. I'm not doing the work, but Christ in me. He's doing the work through me. Hallelujah. God is using us as his hands and feet in the earth. He's using us as those vessels unto honor. Hallelujah. So we've got to understand that he's called us to a position. He's called us. He's gotten our attention now. He's allowed this accident to happen. He's allowed this sickness to happen. He's allowed his goodness to happen. He's allowed his mercy to happen. He's done these things to get us into position. So now what are we going to do? We're going to say, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. I'll do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We cannot stay how we've always been and expect God to use us. Hallelujah. We can't stay in that same stale state and say, oh, yeah, God's going to use me right here. God is saying, no, I'm calling you higher. I want you a little closer to me because I got to show you some things. I got to show you some things before it happens. Hallelujah. I got to prepare your heart and your mind. Hallelujah. I'm getting you into position for my glory. Who wants the glory in here today? Who wants the glory in here today? Who wants God to use you? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We understand that if we expect to stay in the same place and God is calling us higher, but we expect to stay in the same place, we're going to be like Moses. He began making excuses. He began making excuse after excuse after excuse. Verse 11, Moses was like, who am I that I should go into Pharaoh? That was the first excuse. Verse 13, Exodus 3 and 13 says, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Second excuse. Then we go into, hallelujah, chapter 5. Moses made excuses. I'm of slow speech and all of that. 
God had already planned everything out. God already had the whole mission planned out. We've got to understand that God is not just doing stuff, hallelujah, here and there. He understands what it is that he wants. He knows what he wants, and he wants it how he wants it. He's going to do it how he's going to do it. His will is going to be done, hallelujah. I'll say it again. His will is going to be done, and I'm going to go a little further. It's going to be done with or without you, hallelujah. So I'd much rather get into his will and say yes to his way, hallelujah, and let him get me in position to be used for his glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we've got to understand, Moses just needed to get into position to be used. So God is saying to us today, get into position. Get closer to me. Draw nearer to me. Don't think that you're not able to do what it is that I've called you to do. I've anointed you. I've appointed you. You're called for such a time as this. Hallelujah! I'm going to do something in your life for my glory. It's not your glory. You don't have to understand it. It may not feel good. It doesn't look good. And sometimes it's ugly. But it's for my glory. Hallelujah! I'm doing a work in you. I'm working a work in you. You're like that, hallelujah, work that's on the potter's wheel. I'm working on you. I'm molding you. I'm making you after my glory. Get into position. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God will reveal his plan to us when we get into position. And we ask God, Lord, so many times, Lord, what am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? What is your call on my life? What is my ministry? You know, we ask God those things. But God is just like, get into position and I'll show you. Get on your knees and I'll tell you, hallelujah. Lay out before me and I'll show you. Turn the plate aside. Get up early. Do what it is that I asked you to do and I'll show you my glory because I have something for you. But you've got to get in position to be used by the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God will reveal his plan to us when we get into position. However, we must continue, hallelujah, to position ourselves in order to operate his plan. So Moses got into position. He looked and saw that great sight. He saw the bush not burning up, not being consumed. And he began to look and look and look. And he was getting in position right there. God began to call him closer. He was getting into position right there. But guess what? As he got close and God began to deal with him and tell him that, well, this is this and this is that. And you've got to do. He started getting out of position. Oh, I don't know. I can't do that. I can't. When God began to show us ourselves, when God began to show us what we've got to do in order to be closer to him, don't back away. Keep coming closer because God is going to wrap you in his arms. He's going to go with you. Hallelujah. He's not going to leave you by yourself. Hallelujah. He's, hallelujah, that God that's with you at all times. My God. He said, Lord, I'm with you at all times. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, I'm with you. Hallelujah. Even until the end of the world. So don't get out of position. Stay there and let him make, hallelujah, let him mold you and let him cause you to be who it is that he's called you to be in the name of Jesus. Now we understand that God is calling us to position so that he might use us. But then he's also calling us to position so that he might heal us, so he might deliver us, so he might do something in our lives. So many of us have issues and things that we're dealing with, hallelujah, that no one knows about. But God knows, and he wants to heal you. So he's telling you this morning, get into position so I can heal you, so I can deliver you, so I can touch you in that place that you're hurting. Hallelujah. So I can help you in that place that you're in need. Thank you, Lord. In the New Testament, <clears throat> we examine the woman with the issue of blood. She had this issue for 12 years, according to Luke chapter 8. However, she positioned herself for victory. Jesus was on the way to heal Jairus' daughter at that time. He was on the way to do something, but she didn't care. She was like, I'm going to get in the way. I'm going to get in position because I need something from God. This woman knew that she had to position herself to receive a touch from the master. Hallelujah. Yes, he was walking. He was walking. He was going to heal Jairus' daughter. That was his hallelujah MO at the time. That was what he's going to do. But guess what? She understood that if I could just but touch the hem of his garment, my God, no matter if I got to crawl, if I got to press my way through the crowd, I've got to get into position because I need a healing. Hallelujah. She had nothing to lose. 
She spent all that she had going to doctors, and no one could help her. I mean, nobody, no doctor could help her. These days and times, we have this physician and that physician, this, hallelujah, specialist, that specialist, this uh, doctor, that doctor. We have so many doctors these days. So I imagine they had several those days, but they didn't have what we have now. Hallelujah, but we see that we're experiencing this even now. You can go from this doctor to that doctor, and they say, I don't see anything. I don't know what's going on. This is happening. That's happening. I don't know what, I don't see anything. But God is the only one that can bring forth the healing. Hallelujah. We understand, thank you, Jesus, that those doctors, all they can do is practice medicine. But their medicine failed. But God is the healer. Hallelujah. He can heal you at your point of need. Hallelujah. He can heal you. My God, when you're going through, he can get into that exact spot, that exact area and bring forth healing. I'm reminded of a testimony of one of my brothers. Hallelujah. He let me know. Thank you, Jesus. He let us know that there was one time that one of his family members was sick. They didn't know where the sickness was or what was going on. But the Lord had revealed to him where exactly that spot was. And he told the person to tell the doctor. And sure enough, where he said through the Holy Ghost, that's where it was. That's where that thing was happening. God can heal you because he can reveal to you at that very moment what it is that you're going through. Whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, whether you're stressed out, whether you feel like you're hallelujah, fighting up against a glass wall or a glass ceiling, whatever it is. God can heal you at that point of need. He can deliver you. But he's saying to you, get into position, hallelujah, and I'll do it for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So this woman, she had nothing to lose. She didn't have anything to lose. There was nothing else that she had to give. Hallelujah. All she had was her faith. Thank you, Jesus. She spent all she had, but all she had now was her faith. God is going to let you go through some things. He's going to let you spend all you have, and all you're going to have left is your faith. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to use it? Get into position to let him heal you and deliver you. Hallelujah. You need to use your faith. Thank you, Jesus. She positioned herself before the Lord. And I believe that she became low. She humbled herself. There's something about humbling yourself. There's something about humbling yourself before the Lord. There's something about getting rid of the crowd. The crowd was there, yes. The crowd was there, but in her mind, the crowd wasn't there. In her mind, they weren't going to stop me. They weren't going to stop me. Hallelujah. I'm going to get to Jesus. I don't care what it takes. Kick me in the face. Push me down. I'm crawling my way. I'm going to crawl through these trenches. I'm going to dig my way through. I'm going to position myself into the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. You can slap me upside my head. You you can do whatever you want to do. Look at somebody laughing at her, saying, look at her crawling. What's wrong with her? She's a beggar. I don't care. Call me a beggar. I want to be in God's presence. I need the healing virtue of the Lord Jesus Christ to touch me at my point of need. I've got to get into position because there's a healing for me. How many know there's a healing for you? Give him praise. Hallelujah. So she understood that she needed to become low, humble herself. And she crawled on the ground. That's what I believe. Just a sneaker touch. Hallelujah. Just a sneaker touch. Hallelujah. I don't want him to see me. Don't look at me. But just let me touch you. Hallelujah. I just want to touch you. Hallelujah. I want to get into position that you might touch me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She wanted to be healed just that badly. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want that breakthrough? How bad do you want that miracle? How bad do you want your kids saved? How bad do you want your family saved? How bad do you want that breakthrough in your job? How bad do you want that financial breakthrough? How bad do you want your family in the church? How bad do you want God to do it? Hallelujah. Get into position and God will do it. Thank you, Jesus. Her physical actions were only an outcry of her faith. 
That's what her physical actions did. Her physical actions propelled her into God's presence. Her, they, her faith, in other words, propelled her into God's presence. It caused her to get down and crawl and do whatever she needed to do to get to God. That's what her faith did. She was getting in position. Her faith did that. Hallelujah. Her faith positioned her and touched Jesus before she physically touched him. Her faith touched Jesus before she touched him. Our faith must touch Jesus. Hallelujah. Before that thing happens. Before that deliverance takes place. Our faith got to touch him. Our faith got to reach out and say, God, here am I. God, I know you've already done it. You've already done it. You've already made the way. Here I am. I'm in position. I praise you. I love you. I don't see the way. It looks bad, but my faith is touching you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you know that your faith has got to touch the Lord, I want you right while you're sitting in your seat to lift your hands for about three seconds and begin to let your faith touch him. Let your faith touch him. Tell him what you need. Tell him what you need. Let your faith touch him. Let your faith touch him. Lord, I need you. I know you've already done it. It's done by faith. It's done right now in the name of Jesus. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Now I want you to praise him like it's done. Hallelujah. She positioned herself. That faith began to touch Jesus before she even touched him. Hallelujah. We must allow our faith, the Bible says, which is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. She allowed her faith to touch Jesus before her physical situation changed. That's when her faith touched him. Before her physical situation changed. Her faith touched him before her physical situation changed. Her faith touched him before her physical situation changed. Hallelujah. Before she saw the manifestation, her faith had already touched him. She already knew, my God, that I was going to get a touch from him. She already knew that if I could touch him, I'd be healed. She positioned herself already before she postured herself physically. She already did it. Hallelujah. So if you want something from God, your faith must physically touch him. Your faith must spiritually touch him before you physically see the manifestation of it. You've got to praise him in advance, in other words, and know that it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. Are you willing to be made whole? Are you willing to be made whole? Are you willing to position yourself to be made whole? Will thou be made whole? That's what Jesus said. Will thou be made whole? Shia, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Our faith positions us to be who God has called us to be. It positions us to fulfill the call of God on our life. It positions us to move with the cloud of glory. It gets us in a place to be, hallelujah, mobile in God's presence. Not stagnant, not standing and not knowing which way to go, but moving with the cloud of glory. We got to understand in the Old Testament, back to the Old Testament, after Moses positioned himself to do God's will, God showed himself as the pillar of cloud by day and the fire by night. And he led the way for the Israelites. There was a positioning that they had to do. So Moses had to get in position first. So after he got in position, now he could be that help to the Israelites. And God positioned himself and showed his glory. There's something about us following the cloud, following the glory of God. Because God has something in store for us. Signs and wonders were promised by God as Moses was preparing to position himself. Signs and wonders were promised by God as Moses was preparing to position himself. God let Moses know that he'd, been, that he'd be able to put his hand in his bosom. And it come out leprous. He'd put it back in. It'd come out normal. God already had this stuff lined out. This is not something that was just, hallelujah, thrown together. God had a plan, hallelujah. He let him know that he'd be able to take a rod and throw it down. It'd become a serpent. Take it back up. It'd become a rod. God had these wonders and signs already lined out for Moses to understand. Just position yourself in me. I got you. 
I got you. God is saying to us today, just position yourself in me. Just come into my presence. I've got you. Don't worry about it. Trust me. I've got signs. I've got wonders. I've got miracles. I've got healing. I've got help. I've got hope. I've got joy. I've got strength. I've got peace. I've got what you need. Position yourself in me. Hallelujah. For it's already in me, that's what God says, that you live, you move, and have your being. So just position yourself in me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to understand God has all the signs that we need in order to show the world his glory. Thank you, Lord. We're wondering about this and worried about that. God has all the signs we need to show the world his glory. He's just waiting on us to get into position. Our position shows our faith. If we're not in position, we're not operating in faith. But if we begin to align ourselves with the word of God, with the will of God, we're showing God, I'm willing to get closer. I'm willing to draw nearer. You say draw nearer. You said take my shoes off, I'll take them off. Hallelujah. If you said do this and put off this and put off that, I'll put it off. Because you're saying get closer to me. Get closer to me. I'm drawing you to myself. Hallelujah. There's something about God calling us. There's something about God calling us closer. He could say, no, I'm not going to use you. I'm going to use this one. But he called us. Hallelujah. If you're here today, I declare that God called you. Hallelujah. From the front to the back, God called you here. You've been positioned, positioned for power, positioned for victory. Thank you, Lord. Almost finished. But as we're in the Old Testament as well, we see another person, another, hallelujah, Bible character that positioned himself for the glory of God. Elijah, he positioned himself for the rain. He was looking for the rain. He'd already had that showdown on Mount Carmel. God had already given him, hallelujah, all of those prophets of Baal and the prophets of the grove and all. He'd already delivered. Hallelujah. He'd already made the way in that situation. But now here it is, Elijah's positioning himself for the rain. Hallelujah. And in 1 Kings 18 and 41, it says, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. That was a position right there. He threw himself down to the earth, put his face between his knees, and began to position himself, getting ready for the rain. How many know that sometimes you got to do something different? Something might, some, somebody might call it weird, but do it differently so you can get ready for the rain because God wants to rain in your life. God wants to rain on you. Hallelujah. God wants to show you his glory. So position yourself. You might have to do this posture. You might have to do that posture. You might have to do this posture. You might have to do a dance. You might have to run and shout and jump. Whatever it takes, get into position so God can rain on you. Hallelujah. So in this taking place, hallelujah, the word of God says, and said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. Hallelujah. Sometimes it looked like there's nothing happening. Hallelujah. God has already told you that it's going to happen. But you, you position yourself and it looks like nothing's happening. It looks like, hallelujah, there's hallelujah, no rain. And it looks like everything's bone dry. But God's like, guess what? It's rain coming. There's a sound of the abundance of rain on the way. Praise him and know that it's coming. Hallelujah. So then the Bible says, and he said, go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. Something was getting ready to change. There was a rising. There was a changing. Now I see a cloud. Oh, my hope is, my God, getting a little more stronger. My faith is getting built up because I'm seeing something now. And I've been already positioning myself, but now I'm seeing what it is that I've been praying for. Hallelujah. You've got to understand that sometimes you're not going to see it right away. You're going to have to praise God in faith knowing that it's coming. But then God, guess what? 
God lets you see a little something, something. He lets you see that he's moving on your behalf. He begins to change things, even if it's slowly but surely. He's changing it for your glory, for his glory to do it, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. So after that took place, hallelujah, it says, and it came to pass at the seventh time, hallelujah, that he said, behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, go up, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. So now here, Elijah was walking in faith, telling him to go ahead and do it. My God, go ahead and get that chariot prepared. Go on out there and don't let the rain stop you. Verse 45, and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain. Rain took place, hallelujah. It came down, hallelujah. Faith took place. Faith was in action and God brought the rain. You've got to understand that your faith must be in action if you want God to rain on you. You've got to begin to praise God. Position yourself with a posture of praise. Begin to position yourself with a posture of worship and watch God rain down on you. Watch God show you that he's your healer. Watch God show you that he's your deliverer. Watch God show you that he is who he said that he is. Hallelujah. If he said it, he's going to do it. He's going to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As we also look into the New Testament, Zacchaeus positioned himself for a visitation from God. Luke 19 says, and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans and he was rich and he sought to see Jesus. He wanted to see, to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. He knew Jesus was passing by. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Sometimes we feel that God is out of our reach. Sometimes we feel that the blessings of God are out of our reach. I can't get close to it. I can't touch it. There's a crowd and I'm not big enough to get what God has for me. Get up in the tree. Hallelujah. Position yourself. Get where it is that you can see his glory. Get where it is that God can touch you. Get where it is that God can see you. Show God here I am. We know God sees us, but get crazy in your faith and say, God, look at me. Here am I, Lord. See me. I'm in a situation. I need you to help me, Lord. Touch me right now. See me. See my need. See me, oh God. As you begin to position yourself, hallelujah, in prayer and in worship and show God through praise that I'm here. God will say, come down. I got to abide with you. I got to sup with you. I got a blessing for you. I got a miracle for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. John 3 talks about Nicodemus. He positioned himself to talk to Jesus. So now we see that Elijah positioned himself for the rain. Zacchaeus positioned himself for visitation. John, hallelujah, 3 talks about Nicodemus positioning himself to talk to him. He just wanted to talk to him. He just wanted to hear something about him. He wanted to come to him by night, hallelujah, to spend some time with him. How many want to talk to the Lord? So I tell you today, position yourself to talk to him. And guess what he'll do? He'll talk back to you. That's what he did to Nicodemus. He talked to him, hallelujah, and he let him know, Hallelujah. That you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. Hallelujah. He began to let him understand that you need my presence. You need my spirit in you. You need that water of baptism in Jesus' name. The power of the Holy Ghost. You need that. He positioned himself to talk to him. So as he talked with him, God talked back. So realize that there's something about positioning yourself. There's something about getting into God's presence and letting him deal with you. Letting him show you his glory. Letting him show you his honor. Don't allow the devil to tell you that you cannot receive what God has for you. The devil is a liar. If you know the devil is a liar, give God glory. Hallelujah. God wants us to understand that we've got to position ourselves. Position ourselves for the more of him. 
we're getting ready to go into a new year and it's not going to be the same as 2021. I believe God's going to show us some great things in 2022. I believe God is going to do some miracles in here, some signs and some wonders in your personal life, in your family, in your finances, in your home, in this church, abroad. God's going to do it. If you believe God's going to do it, if you receive it, give God a praise like you know that he's going to do it. But he's saying to us today, position yourself. Get into position that I might help you. Position yourself into my presence. Get closer to me. Get into my presence. For I have something to show you. I want to show you my goodness. I want to show you my glory. Be like Moses. God, show me your glory. Get into that cleft of the rock and let God show you his glory. Let his goodness pass by you. Let his mercy pass by you. Let him show you that he's called you to himself. He's called you to his own. He's called you to his bosom. Get into his glory and let him position you to be who he's called you to be. Don't allow the devil to tell you that you can't do it. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Hallelujah. You're strengthened by the spirit of God. You're strengthened by the power of God. You're strengthened by the glory of God. It's not our glory, but it's the glory of God that strengthens us. It's the glory of God that keeps us. It's the glory of God that shows us how to position ourselves. God is drawing us closer. He's calling us nearer. He's calling us higher. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with going higher. There's nothing wrong with getting deeper in him. Don't let the devil tell you you're getting too deep. Don't let the world tell you, oh, you're too deep. Just tell them you're not deep enough. Hallelujah. Jump in the deep end. Jump in the deep end. Position yourself. Get closer to him. There's a healing for you. There's a deliverance for you. There's some salvation for your family. There's some hope for you. There's a breakthrough for you. But you got to position yourself for that anointing, for that glory that God has for you. Get into position. Do like these Bible, my God, characters did. And we know them to be real. We know these are real accounts. Hallelujah, that happened. And if he did it back then, he can do it again. Hallelujah. If he did it before, the song says, he'll do it again. Same God back then. Hallelujah. He's the same God right now. So position yourself for the glory of God. Position yourself for the power of God. Let's stand on our feet in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to praise God. And we're going to get into position that after this day, after this morning, that no matter how things look and how it seems, I'm going to stay in position. And I'm going to continue to get closer and closer and nearer and nearer because God is drawing us nearer. I believe this is what God is saying to us today in this ministry. Get in position. Hallelujah. You're going to see some great and mighty things, some things that you know not because God is calling us to that place. So right now in the name of Jesus, we surrender, oh God, to your will. We lift our hands in your presence. And Lord, we say, help us, oh God, to get into position in the name of Jesus. Help us to align ourselves with your word, with your will, with your way. Help us in the name of Jesus to let your angels, oh God, encamp round about us because we fear you. In other words, help us to fear you. Help us to reverently worship and respect you. Oh God, with all that we do, let our lives be a testimony of your grace and of your glory in the name of Jesus. Let us position ourselves, oh God, to be in your presence. Let us not allow the enemy of our soul, the devil. Let us not allow him to tell us that we're not going to make it. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, because you've called us to a place of position. You've called us to a place of being on our knees before you, a place of crying out unto you. We can't handle our problems. We can't handle our situations. They're too heavy for us. They're too heavy, oh God. So we give them to you. 
We give them to you, oh God. And we say, Lord, have your way. As we position ourselves, show us your glory. Take us higher. Take us higher. Take us higher. I want you to get with the person that's next to you, the person that's closest to you. And I want you to tell them that God is going to position you this year. Hallelujah. Even before you go into your new year, God's going to position you. He's going to help you. He's going to take you to that place that he's called you to be. He's going to take you there. You're not going to stay where you've been. He's going to take you there. He's going to take you there. He's going to do it for you. Hallelujah. He's going to position you. Now, if you believe that, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Give him a new position. Praise. Give him a new praise. Hallelujah. Give him a praise. Give him a praise. Give him a praise. He's going to change things. He's going to turn it around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to turn it around for his glory. It's not going to be our glory. It's not going to be their glory. It's not going to be his or hers glory. It's going to be God's glory. God's going to get the glory out of this situation. Hallelujah. Let's just praise him for a little while longer because God is doing something in here today. He's moving in here today. And we don't want to cut off the spirit of God. Have your way, Lord. Position us, Jesus. Position us, Jesus. Stir us, oh God. Let us be ready for what you're doing. Prepare our hearts. And when you do it, don't let us be surprised. Let us be grateful. Let us praise you. My God, let us be grateful. When you draw our children in, when you draw in those backslidden, hallelujah, saints and those that have given up, oh God, when you draw them in, let us praise you, oh God. My God, by faith, knowing that it's already done, positioning ourselves, get in position and watch God do it. 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 Hallelujah. We've got to posture ourselves before him. We've got to be like that woman with the issue of blood. Crawl if you got to crawl. Don't worry about who's getting what they're getting. God got something for you too. He has more and more and more and more. There's another blessing for you. Hallelujah. Your time is not over yet. It's not over for you yet. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. Hallelujah. Eyes haven't seen. Ears haven't heard. Neither has it entered into the hearts of men. God, God, the good things that he has prepared for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus and walk in it. Know that God is with you and that he's going to be who it is that he said he's going to be. And for that, Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Clap your hands. Give God some praise. Amen and amen. We hope that you have received something valuable from this message. We want to thank you so much for your time and support. God loves you and so do we. We hope that you have a fantastic and blessed week. Thank you. Amen.